DIY. Do it your, <clears throat> excuse me, do it yourself. Uh, Pastor Richie, the last couple of weeks, he's talked about prayer. Last week he talked about prayer, and the week before that he talked about scripture, and he was over on that side of the platform with pieces of wood. And he's talking about how you sand things and how you nail things and how you do all those things. And he's got all these fancy power tools and all that. Well, we aren't going to have any of that today because I know nothing about wood. The only time I have done anything with wood was I was in junior high school, which was a real long time ago, and I took a wood shop class as an elective. And believe it or not, our project for that class, we made ashtrays, wood ashtrays. Never quite understood that, but that's what we did. Um, that was a long time ago. But that's my last real true encounter with wood. So if you're looking for some information on how to screw legs into tables or chairs or whatever, uh, you aren't going to get it this morning, I'm sorry, but we're going to talk about something else. We're going to talk about worship. That's all part of the disciplines. Uh, we talk about prayer, we talk about scripture. Today we're going to talk about worship, and what is worship? Well, let me read a little bit what worship is. Worship is a state, an attitude of spirit. Since it's an internal, individual action, it could or should be done most of the time, or all the time, in our lives, regardless of the place or situation we're in. In other words, we should always be worshiping God. Always. Goes on to say, therefore, Christian worship, Christians worship all the time, seven days a week. When Christians formally gather together to worship, still the emphasis should be on individuals worshiping the Lord. See, when we become Christians, one of the greatest things that we receive is the ability to have a one-on-one -on -one with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We become friends. We become buddies. We, come, we become one. And that is our goal. And so when it comes to worship, we don't lose that. Even when we're in a setting where we have lots and lots of people around us and it's a corporate worship setting and we're raising our hands, we are still raising our hands and worshiping as individuals. Some of us in corporate worship might sit down and that's the way we worship. There is no particular way to worship, it's a one-on-one, -on -one. It's, it's an internal thing that happens to you as you worship the Lord, you worship our Savior, you worship the God that's given us everything, given us the universe, we're worshiping everything, and we feel it, we feel it inside. Some of us jump up and down, some people raise their hands, some people sit. I cry, uh, and when I first started to walk with the Lord and I was crying. I had no idea what this was all about. And tears are rolling down my face, and I'm so embarrassed. And I'm thinking, oh, my, they'll never invite me back to this church. I'm just a crybaby. Didn't know that that was the beginning of the relationship 
that I ended up having with Jesus Christ. That one-on-one, it is so important. We worship in spirit and we worship in truth. Worshiping in spirit requires that we create a one-on-one with God. The truth comes when we open our hearts and minds to receive what God has for us as individuals. Um, In Romans 12, I love this passage. It says this, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. So we are offering everything to the provider of everything. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world. In other words, forget about what's going on here. Let's focus on what's going on here. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are born again. We are transformed. And when that happens, all that we do and all that we say each and every day becomes part of a worship to God. Truth, all worship, is a response to truth, that which is truth that is contained in the word of God. So, D-Y-I, do it yourself. So what does that mean to us? Okay, so we know what worship is. We know that it's worshiping God, but the questions become, how do I worship? You know, like, like prayer, you can worship anytime, anywhere. You could be driving down the street. How many times have you come up to a stop sign or a stoplight and looked over, and somebody's got their hands up and they're singing? You know. You know right then they're worshiping. You know they're worshiping. But you can express it in many ways. Uh, Reading scripture, which Pastor Richie talked about. Praying, which Pastor Richie talked about. Sharing the gospel with others. Singing, as I was listening to Pastor Jules lead worship and the lyrics were up on the screen and I was able to sing and close my eyes till I ran out of what the words were and had to open my eyes again and look at the next verse. But there's such a feeling inside when that happens. I tell you, one of the the ways of worshiping, which I don't think is talked about enough, and that's forgiving. When I started my walk with God, I didn't know about this tithe and offering, and... I tell you what, uh, I kind of bought into that same old adage that non-Christians talk about. Well, the only reason why churches talk about money, they just, they just want money, 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 money. Okay, maybe. But maybe that money is used to glorify the kingdom of God. Maybe that money is used to outreach. Maybe that money is to keep the lights on so that people can come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. See, it takes money. And I'll be honest with you, I did not offer up any money when I first started to go to church. Then God convicted me 
that I needed to start doing that. So I started to do that, and things started to change in my life. And I got to be honest with you, initially I did not give that tithe and offering much credence to what was changing in my life. But things started to change positively. Because what I came to find out, that the more obedient I was to God, the more faithful he was to me. Now, we always think of ourselves, um, we put ourselves first when we aren't walking with the Lord like we should, because we need to put him first. But I found that as I moved toward the goal that scripture tells us, to tithe 10%, things really started changing. And here at Movement Church, we have a number of ways that you can give. If you go to movementchurch.community, which is our website, and you hit give, it will give you different options that you can, ways in which you can tithe. You can tithe a single gift, or you can tithe a reoccurring gift, and that could be done through check, debit, or credit card. I would encourage all of you to become obedient tithers. Your life will change as it did in mine. So I encourage you, please, if you're looking for your life to change, the more obedient you are to God in all areas of your life, the more you will see change in yours. Okay. Question is, inward, outward. How should we worship? Should we, you know, touch down Jesus, raising our hands up like this? Well, maybe if God leads you in that direction, the spirit that has filled you says raise your hands up, raise your hands up. Some are like this. It's just fill me up, Lord, fill me up. Some are like this. Some are screaming at the top of their lungs and they should not be doing that, especially if they're behind you. You go, oh my, does that person even hear themselves? I'm just kidding. That's me doing loud singing. But anyway, any way, any position you take, whether it be on your knees, whether it be sitting, worship God any way the Spirit leads you to worship. When do I worship? This is a question that's often asked. When do I worship? Well, you worship here in church. You sing, you raise your hands, you sit down, you pray, whatever. Uh, but you, you worship through praying. You worship through Bible studies. When you're in fam groups and you're celebrating something that has happened in somebody's life or you're not really celebrating but you're, you're, you're with somebody in time of need, in time of trouble, that's all part of worship. Uh, families have ups and downs. You pray as families uh, when you're alone. The important thing is that we're proclaiming. We're proclaiming God as our Lord and Savior and then well, who do I pray to? Often ask. Okay, how about God the Father, Abba Father, uh, Jehovah, uh, Heavenly Father. Pray to him or, or even pray to his son, Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior, Son of God, Son of Man. 
pray to the Spirit. Remember the Trihead. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all three. The Spirit, King of Kings, the Dove, the Comforter, the Counselor. All these things. Pray to whom you want. They're all active. They're all part of your life. We internalize it. And remember that this is a one-on-one. This is between you and God. When we do it corporately, it's still between you and God. God so much wants you to love him. Remember, you're his son. You're his daughter. You're his child. And like any father, they look down, and there's nothing better than a child saying to you, Daddy, I love you. I want to be just like you, Daddy. There's nothing better than that. Well, that's what our father wants to hear from us. Daddy, we love you. We want to be just like you. Come into my heart and mind. Let me reflect you in all that I say and all that I do. That's what our father wants. So worship him. Worship him, Father, in the morning, the Holy Spirit at night, and at noon, let's worship Jesus, however you want to do it. But remember, it's between you and Almighty God. Let's pray. Father God, sometimes I just sit here and cry thinking about how much you love me. How much you love my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I pray today that if there's anyone out there that has not received the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, that they come before you, they witness to you that they are sinners. And they do believe you were raised from the dead and they do believe that you are the Son of God. And they accept that. And accept you into their hearts and minds. And they come before you with open hearts. And worship you. And love you. And give you the respect. That you deserve the creator of the universe. Their creator. My creator. Lord we love you. We give you all the glory. And be it a glorious day. Be with those that are struggling with some ailments and sicknesses and families that colds are running rampant. Be with them, touch them, heal them. Lord, I can't wait till next week we come together again in-house and online and worship you, worship all that you do for us in our lives. Lord, just bless this day, each and every one of us. We love you, praise you and give you all the glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless. I hope each and every one of you have a wonderful day, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye.